Hello and welcome to the After Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. And me, Dan. And Dan. <laughs> <laughs> this week started well. Every every episode we just add someone and <laughs> yeah. pretend that they've always been here. So episode 48 will yeah. be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just, just a full 30 minutes Jesus of introduction. Christ, it's four hours long. <laughs> we only watched one film. <laughs> Yes, but everyone's got an opinion. Yes. So, Dan, why, as you weren't on here last week... <laughs> why are you here? Yeah, why were you doing it? Because <laughs> you messaged me and asked me to come uh, along. And... <laughs> that might be why, yeah. You, just... did leave, you did leave your window open with that cooling pie, and I saw the, the smell lines coming off of it, and you came in like a hungry wolf. I well, do that. <laughs> bet, <laughs> works do better that. than WhatsApp. <laughs> so, uh, what are your favourite podcast? Podcasts? What are your favourite podcasts? <laughs> I, I meant horror films, Dan. Oh, cool. Okay, good. <laughs> but Dan, please answer either question. I don't really do podcasts. I'm more of an audiobook kind of guy. And that's um, after horror for today. Thanks very yeah, much thanks for, for listening. listening. <laughs> uh, enjoy. As far as horror films, I've got a question to you. Yes. What's a hor- in your? How do you define a horror film? No, oh, that's a good question. If you say, "Oh, it's supposed to make you jump," and it's got something in there that's after you, blah blah blah, then technically you're saying Jurassic Park's a horror film. Or I'd argue that it, it, it kind of is. Technically, it is. Well, then Jurassic Park's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, let's be let's not be too uh, picky about the uh, what constitutes as being a horror film or not. But at the same time, you know, take Scream. What makes that a horror film over? Oh, Wes Craven directed it. It's easy. Well, okay, bad example, I guess. But then, how do you define a thriller against a horror? Because also they. They have elements that cross over. What's that thing that um, uh, Stephen King, I'm going to say wrote, don't stop going, oh, best book in this book, because we're all very funny. <laughs> but he said, if you can't if you can't terrify them, shock them. Mm. If you can't shock them, show them something disgusting. Yeah, like your dick. Well, there's no, there's no need for that. It wow. is disgustingly large. But that's not Good the point. Recovery. It's not the point. It's not why we're here. Right, sorry. That could be a whole separate podcast. I get confused. Looking at it does cause arousal and confusion. Just be thankful it's not a video podcast. <laughs> well, maybe. Um, but yeah, um, I think I think that's kind of the fundamentals of horror. Like you either it's kind of dealing with the with the darkness, as it were, in a philosophical sense, not the band. <laughs> I quite like them. So do I. Um anyway. Uh, yeah, so I think I think horror kind of just deals with the the darker side. Like a thriller is just on the edge of believable. Like this could happen to you. These are a series of events that can happen. Whereas horror kind of deals with extremes. But then look at a nice segue. Scream. That's set in just a small American town. You know, without going into the details, it's it turns out to be a very believable, exactly set of circumstances. Someone someone told me once that to be a horror film, it has to contain some kind of supernatural force. No, just strongly disagree with. Yeah, no, so do I. But having said that, obviously spoilers, guys. Oh yeah, obviously spoilers. Absolutely. Otherwise, we can't talk about the film. Riddled, absolutely. Gone to the doctors. Had had a course of antibiotics. Still riddled with spoilers. Yeah, mum, if you haven't seen Scream, (laughs) stop listening now. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, like like in Scream, you have that. I mean, the whole whole point of Scream is it's a meta narrative about horror movies. It's a horror movie about horror movies. It's become one of, having watched it two days ago, it's become one of my all-time favourite films, I and think. Because so I was just should. like, holy shit, it's incredible. It really is. I'm a massive fan of, of meta-narrative and kind of kind of breaking the tropes apart and you seeing that happen on screen. And so it is a horror film because you've got that element of, you know, oh, the bad guy was stabbed, but were they stabbed? And, you know, there is that supernatural kind of element, but that's blown apart in the, in the, in the, the, the film. The reveal. Yeah. And so I think I think there is an element of the supernatural about it because everything sort of happens on purpose. You know what I mean? Am I just rambling? Am I making no, any human no, you, sense? You've got, a, you've got a fair point. I mean, it's set up that way. Yeah. I, I would hesitate to use the word supernatural. Yeah. In, in the use of screen, I would say it's incredibly clever. Um, and as far as, again, I try not to get too far into any spoilers just yet because obviously we've got a long way to go. Just that the way that it plays out is genius. He's mm. absolutely genius. Absolutely is. And it's I wouldn't like I said I wouldn't call it supernatural. It's just very cleverly planned on the killer's behalf. Um, and I like the way it, you're taken down different journeys as to who you think the killer is. And at one point the killer's actually accused. 
and mm. then still <laughs> very early on too. yeah, yeah. and it's, then still comes back later it's to... so good at misdirection because mm. it points you directly at things that you think oh, oh this is it this is who did it yeah no yeah I think everybody in that film gets accused mentally I, re- I vividly remember the first time I watched it I literally guessed everybody in the film <laughs> yeah. including Sydney <laughs> but wait before we go any further I guess yeah. we're talking about Scream first um, oh yeah yeah First film we're going to talk about this week is 1996 Wes Craven film Scream. Are you going to do like little beds of music, like a little, like a little jingle, like a morning show? I, we'll talk about that afterwards. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's something you made that sound like I've been naughty. I've got news there. We'll, we'll fucking talk about that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I have news there, so oh, okay. we'll, we'll talk about that after. We're doing news now yeah. as well. So Are my, we a morning show. We're doing deep might as well. Yeah. The can I get a, Can I get a soundboard? No. It's like a toilet flushing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the minute Dan starts talking about uh, Night of the Living Dead, like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get like just... X Factor buzzed all the way through. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, I like Scream a lot. Yes. <laughs> Good man. Shot hot take. It's one everyone. of my, th- my three all-time favourite movies. Yeah, I can of, see of that. all time. Yeah, yeah. It's um, What I really love is, is, is just the trope-busting nature of it. I fucking love the start, which is literally a scream. You see the word scream, and there's a bit of blood. Yeah. Like, it's not fucking about it. just goes, scream! This film is happening now. And you're like, oh, all right. And because also, <laughs> nobody expected Drew Barrymore, a pretty big star at the time, to be completely gutted yeah. within the first 10 minutes of the film. Absolutely. Like, it's a com- cameo. Yeah. The whole thing is the whole thing is, is based on misdirect. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's subverting your ideas of horror. And obviously... Wes Craven. Now I know because I didn't, much to my shame. I said in the first episode, like I'm a complete noob when it comes to horror. My favourite horror films are horror films that kind of are a blending of the two of two genres. It's horror and something. So like Cavern in the Woods is one of my favourite horror films. Um, I can't remember what I said last time, but uh, just the zombie genre. The zombie, yeah, yeah the zombie subgenre of, of of horror film. Um, but yeah, I I I loved the way the entire film, the entire way through, has been this constant misdirect. Going to have a small rant about Sony for a second. <laughs> I have a PlayStation 4. Um, I tried looking for it on Netflix. Obviously, they have the Netflix series. And then all the sequels, but not to the original screen. I was like, what the fuck is That's this? That's so weird. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'll find it on Sony. Because Sony have like a massive, obviously a massive collection of films. And so they were like, you can have it in HD for three pound forty nine, and you can rent it for you can either buy it for nine ninety nine, you can rent it for thirty days. I'm like, okay, I'll, you know what? I'll rent it for thirty days. So I rented it for thirty days, paid my three pound forty nine. I played it, and it came up with a little thing that said, you can now you can now watch this for forty eight hours. So you can rent it for thirty days, and you watch that whenever you want. But the minute you've watched it, you've only got forty eight hours. You can watch it in a forty eight hour period for as long as you want. So you rent it, and you can watch it any time within that thirty days. days. But as soon as you you watch it, you've then got forty eight hours to watch it as many times as you want. Sony, what are you doing? I was, I was, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Really, really pissed me off. So fuck you, Sony. That is Um, shit. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I don't want to just. I'm. I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna take over because I'm the one that wrote some notes. No, it's screen. probably better coming from your point of view because okay. we both love. As film. someone, yeah, as someone who'd like never seen it before, um, I thought the use of sound was great. Mm. Like especially in that first ten minutes, every sound is incredibly visceral, metallic almost. Like it's, it's very much over the top. Yeah. All the time, like even the popcorn or the scraping of the of the, yeah. of the pan, like everything is over the top, and every sound used the, is used like a weapon. Perfect use of the old blue screen before mm. you put a video in mm. on the TV. You know the the VCR standby mm. blue screen. Mm. I love that. Mm. And um, I can't remember the principal's name, but he's got the two boys because they in the, Henry uh, Winkler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. um, he's got the two boys in his office where they've scared Sydney because they run around with the mask. Yeah, on, yeah. And he's got the pair of scissors in his hand. Yeah, yeah. And he's shinging it around. Well, out of yeah. interest, did you know the janitor? Yeah, Fred. That's Wes Craven. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I, I have. Re- I literally wrote janitor. Brilliant cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Wes Craven wearing so, the, um, the uh, Kruger jumper. The Kruger he comes in Fred. Everything. Like, I love. I love that almost every line in the film is a meta commentary on horror films. Yeah. So like, she's like, I only eat popcorn at the movies. Yeah. It's like, You're in one, and the whole a whole line through Sydney throughout. You know, I'm the star of my own movie. My movie is going to be different. It's the whole and beautiful like, quiz as well. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, it's just we're straight in. Um, something I found quite funny, and maybe this this is tenuous at best, but maybe we're playing into a supernatural thing here. He said. He says to her, "We're not finished yet." But her phone is her phone is so far away from her ear. She's like walking with it, 
and it's like over here. He's like, we're not finished yet. And she goes, what? And then you're like, well, yeah, how did you hear that? But like, that's sort of like, because we've heard it, she can hear it sort of thing. Like, yeah, because I, think got this, I think that's the, yeah, the It's intention. almost like they know they're in a movie and they're acting therefore on that. Yeah. And it's like, it's like that idea that the, uh, um, a bit of a, a bit of a uh, non sequitur here, but uh, there's a theory that the Joker knows he's, a, he's in a comic. And that's why they never kill Batman because well, if Batman dies, they'll cancel the comic, right. and then I die. The whole yeah. universe closes. And there's a couple of things that really kind of point to oh, Joker knows he's being watched by you, the person reading it, um, which Breaking is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I like, I like the, I, I think most of the characters in screen know they're in a movie. Yeah. And they're acting in a universe where they know that's happening, and then they're kind of going, well, right. Some most of them are like, I'm going to play my part, and others are going to go, well, fuck this, I'm going to do what I like. Well, it's the bit with the, the whole rules, you know. Yeah. And mm. He's listed off the rules you don't do in a... Rules. Exactly, in a horror film, because they kind of suspect they're in a horror film. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like... And then and then you get the then you get the titty shot, and then you, you cut to, like, them having sex, yeah. and you don't get the titty. I was like, oh, that's, that's a glorious... <laughs> it's also... I, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but it's a really skillful way of being able to use the Halloween soundtrack yeah. as a score without actually having to use it because it's playing on the TV at yeah. the time. Let's talk about the score for a second. The, the soundtrack, whole... the score, Marco Beltrami, My man. Word. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. That, that's the only note I put down was because of Scream, it got me into soundtracks yeah. and I've been addicted to 100%. them ever since. Not just the score, but the whole soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. There was an incredible version of Don't Fear the Reaper mm. that I had to go and find. I was like, because yeah. like, they're, they're like making out and I'm here, all our times have got I'm like, I know this. Why do I know this? Oh, it's very, very, okay. Yeah, it's a really so nice. melancholic version of it. Yeah. Um, there's a really good use of white throughout the film to depict innocence. And also... And that's kind of subverted when Billy's wearing the white and then it's covered yeah. in red. Of the whenever blood. there's someone's killed, whenever someone's stabbed, they're always wearing light colours. Yeah. To, so like the, the blood displays more. And... I never noticed, yeah. I'll be honest. Corn syrup, same stuff they use for pig's blood in carry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Um, but yeah, like whenever you see white, it's kind of like it's depicting like this person is innocent, and then if you follow that through, Billy's always wearing white. It's it's that it's that misdirect again, and then as well. when he's revealed to be the killer, he's got blood all over his shirt. Yeah, and you're like, what well, the fuck? But there's something interesting about Billy because one of the first things I noticed is like, why does this? Why does the guy always look wet? Like he oh, always looks really greasy hair. Greasy ass <laughs> hair. But like all of him. Yeah, he just looks. Out of place. It's because he's been running around killing people. He's like, yeah. 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 really <laughs> fucking hot. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's killing, man. It's, it's, it's unseasonably balmy, and I've been killing up a storm. Billy, killing um, ain't easy. Billy, why are you so hot all the time? I work out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I'm buff. <laughs> you, you got up, my, you got up into my window super quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, a lithe character. Just track sure. and field, mate. Just track and field. <laughs> No, this is a set, don't you know? This, <laughs> this ladder's just yeah. down there. Um, well, it is uh, Kevin Williamson. He, you know, he is fond of having people climb through people's bedroom windows. True. Dawson's Creek reference, sorry. Oh, okay. I, I, the only reference I know of that is like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, uh, yeah. Not Kevin Harvey Williamson. used to come in. Like, <laughs> he was kind of damp as well. Oh, my God. Harvey's the killer. Do you know the comics of Sabrina is like really... I'm, I will do this a lot. I'm sorry. Tangents. <laughs> He's looking at me. Tangents. You know, you know in the comics, <laughs> yeah. it's actually really good. Oh, it's changed a bit from... Yeah, well, I'm, the, I'm the new series, uh, Netflix follow, series, looks yeah. really good. I'm intrigued about that. Yeah, so am I. If it follows... <laughs> I'm doing it again. If it follows the comics, she's going to end up either being killed or marrying Cthulhu. Brilliant. So I'm so down for it. Excellent. I am so down. Anyway, Billy um, Loomis. Nicely <laughs> <laughs> done. So, um, what I really liked at the end, because I did a little bit of background research afterwards, um, which is when I found out, I was like... I was like, where's Craven? I was like, I don't know that name. Why do I know that name? And then I started looking at his You really are like, a horror fan. And I was yeah. like, holy shit. I was like, oh, this guy's directed like everything I like. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Um, but she, um, the reporter at the end, says it's like a scene from, from a scary movie. Yeah. And originally, uh, the film was called Scary Movie. That's right. Uh, and then the Weinstein brothers changed it for whatever reason. They changed a lot of things. But yeah. So, I'm uh, not going to make a I Weinstein thought... joke. <laughs> Tasteless Weinstein joke. <laughs> that's, a, that's a band name, if there ever was one. Yeah. Tasteless Weinstein joke. Um, yeah, Rose McGowan was incredible um, best, throughout. Best character in Just it, I think. All the sass. Yeah. Loved it. Excellent. Well, apart from Billy and Stu, who are clearly the best characters in it. <laughs> yeah. Billy. Billy's awesome. 
Stu, yeah, Billy. St- Stu's the comic relief. I know, but... Really? But Billy's a proper psychopath. He's I, uh, all the right, way no. crazy. I mean, he's not a psychopath. He, he lost his mum, well, yeah, kind of. Vengeance. Kind of. Don't watch Scream 3. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, okay. Ruins that whole storyline. Does it really? Yeah, completely ruins the first Scream. Does the mum come back then? No, but oh, it, right, okay. it, it ruins, ruins that film. Because that would be really funny if she did, because then it would tie into the conversation oh, that he has at the start when he's like who's the protagonist of um, no Friday the 13th no. what can't talk about Billy's mum why can't we talk about <laughs> because you haven't mom? seen the other films yet oh it's fine it's, you don't I mind will, I know I will watch them oh. but it's 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 fine well she comes back in the second one right okay is she then like the main antagonist because <laughs> that's really interesting if she yes. is oh fuck that's so cool <laughs> that's so fucking cool because it's a reversal of Friday the 13th yeah and the whole that's whole set up in the first ten minutes of the film yeah. when the killer's on the phone to um what's her name? Demi Moore. Yeah. And he says, Who is the protagonist of Friday the thirteenth? She's like, Oh, it's Jason, it's Jason, I know someone. He's like, Drew no, Barrymore, not Demi was, Moore. Drew, uh, what Drew did Barrymore. I say? Demi, Demi Moore. Moore. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm terrible with names. Um and then he said he says, No wrong, it was originally Mrs. Um Voorhees, um, was the original killer. He was in the sequels, and she's like, Oh, oh, you tricked me, you tricked me. That's oh, that's so clever. Oh, I like that. It is. That tickles my nerd brain. The fourth one's great too. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's very much like the first one, but it's great. Oh, okay. Third one, pile of shit. I haven't seen the fourth one in ages. So Literally makes me so fucking angry. <laughs> okay. It's an out-and-out comedy. It forgets the horror almost oh, right. completely. And it's just... Jan Silent and Bob are in it. I mean, I'm okay with that. He directed Jan Silent and Bob Strike Back, so... He pro- they Who, probably... Wes Craven? Yes. No. How the look, fuck did up, I not know that? Look it up on Wikipedia. I'll look up an IMDb. Because I went, no. Surely not. Yeah, I looked up his I looked up his filmography on Wikipedia, and uh, we're having a quick wiki break. Yeah. Uh, Music sting! Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, yeah? Yeah. Kevin Smith directed Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Give me a minute. Wes Craven. I'm on Wikipedia. Filmography. You're going to trust Wikipedia, which is... Yeah, look at IMDb, don't worry. Pretty much. Look at Wikipedia. I'm so confused. Was he in it then? Maybe he had a cameo in it. Director, executive producer. Maybe he was the executive producer. I'm very sorry. Give me a second. <laughs> I'm so confused. Oh, no. Uh, right, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I stand corrected. It's my fault. I don't know how to read a spreadsheet properly. <laughs> Wes Craven was in the movie playing himself. Same thing. That's why I got really confused. But, I mean, that would be the connection. That's why... Yeah. That's it's why they just were, the and, and they were owned by Miramax, and um, that that was Kevin Smith was beholden yeah. to Miramax for the longest time. Right, yeah, it's a really weird scene in Scream Three. Really, weird. <laughs> really, yeah, it's so out of place. Yeah, like, you know they're in the, the Flash film. as well. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah, they were in because he he Kevin Smith ended up directing a few episodes, and then uh, they they're there never by name, but they're they're like helping shift some boxes. I'm probably going to cut all of this just oh. so. You know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Where was we? What you're just gonna go? Hi, readers. Mike was wrong. Do you know, I just might just quieten it down and just do a little voiceover. <laughs> Listen to this cunt. Listen to this guy. He couldn't be more wrong. Wait, wait. Listen. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Wes Craven directed Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, so the amount of people uh, what, that are screaming at their headphones right now, so yeah. such a doofus. All two of them. <laughs> yeah. My wife and my <laughs> mum. <laughs> and me and you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, the world. <laughs> I liked it. Good film. Very Solid good. nine out of ten. Only nine? Oh, I'm yeah. a little bit hurt by that. Really? Yeah. You don't give ten out of tens because you don't believe... I do to Scream. Scream, Aliens and Jaws are all ten out of tens. <laughs> Fair enough. Normally What's very... not 10 out of 10 about Scream? Are there any negatives in your opinion? Out of interest? Not really, no. The it's... way she treats the cameraman upsets me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just her character, isn't it? She's oh, an arsehole. just like, oh. I guess as a man who's 50 pounds overweight, <laughs> got, a little bit, got a little bit personal. She's like, you know, you're 50 pounds overweight, but when I say run, you get your fat ass. Like, you like, oh, fucking oh, bitch. Oh, right, okay, well, I'd run, I guess. <laughs> So yeah, apart from that, no, it's no. pretty. It's fucking stonking, isn't it? Pretty darn good film. Very, very good film. Mm. So, at what point did you suspect Randy? The movie store when he's in the movie yeah. store. Yeah, 
What he's talking about popping up in the last reel. Yeah. Yeah. But looking back on it, if you watch it again now, yeah. it's really obvious who the killers are. Especially Billy. Some of the things he says, and like when you know it in context, yeah. it changes the film mm. entirely. It's a real good one for a repeat watch. I love that with a film. When you like the ending, then changes the way you view a film, yeah, or any piece of media. When you when you do that, bear in mind, what did you say, 1996? 96, yeah. yeah. Um, and I watched it again the other night, and it still holds. Oh, up. it totally holds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it absolutely. It's still stands the test really, of really slick. Mm. It's got that very. Uh, there's there's a group of kind of directors that are around that time, and I don't know what it was about Miramax, but kind of the guys who were under the Weinstein brothers. They just got like this snapshot of the nineties yeah. feel to them. So yeah. like anything Kevin Smith did under them, and 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 now the stuff I've seen from Wes Craven that I kind of realised, oh, I have seen that. Oh, I've seen that. I've done it. Um, I've just got this this real. Am I alone? There's a wall face that I used to get excited when Miramax came on because I knew I was in for a no. treat. No, my big one is Dimension when the Dimension yes. logo comes up. Yeah, it was New Line for me for a while. The new Line, yeah. Mm. New, it reminds me of New Nightmare. I haven't seen it. What? What yeah. two thousand and nine one? No, um, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Oh. Uh, 98, I think. Okay. Which is the only other one he directed. So he did the first Nightmare on Elm Street and New Nightmare. Right. Which is super meta as well. Yeah. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street is a film in the film. Heather Langenkamp is playing herself. (laughs) Wes Craven plays himself. Uh, Robert Englund plays himself. Oh, brilliant! It's fucking crazy. It's a great film. Oh, okay, uh, that was that was on Netflix, so I might have a little. Well, I might set that up as the next podcast. Okay, we're just going to turn into a Wes Craven appreciation. No, society. <laughs> he's got enough of that already. I'm fine with it, but there's so many films. As a new convert, I'll, uh, yeah, you're obviously a fan with I'm a hu- ta- I'm a the huge tattoos fan. and that. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Scream, mate. I watched Scream when I discovered it. I watched it every single day yeah. for well over a year, sometimes twice a day. I can wow. vouch for that. Yeah, I shit you not. I've yeah. seen it five to six hundred times. I can vouch for that. I think I was like that with, and this is an unpopular opinion, uh, the Zack Snyder Watchmen. Mm, I never read the uh, graphic novel. I had. So. And uh, yeah, I just I just loved it. And I know like, they changed the ending. Did you, whatever, did you but... love the really weird, uncomfortable sex scene? Yeah, because do you like really because, weird, uncomfortable sex? No, because oh. the point, because that was the point <laughs> of the scene. Yeah, exactly. Like going, going again, tangent city, but that was the point of the scene. It to was make, supposed yeah. to be weird and awkward. Like he's a man well out of his prime, that's just getting back into it, and he's trying to rekindle that kind of, you know, the the mind is winning, but the body is is still in the state yeah. that the body is in. And the whole film is about his old character. <laughs> his old character arc is. I nearly dropped a beer, ladies and gentlemen, but I didn't because I'm a man. Uh, his whole character arc is about you know him getting back into the game and realizing you know I can't, I can't have my cake and eat it too. I have to give myself wholly to the idea of being a superhero, right. or I have to live in a life of comfort, which he eventually does. Fantastic. Anyway, so have we finished gushing over screen? Yes. No, I just want to mention the. So how come she gets a nipple on in the the garage? As she walks into the garage to get the beers, like the first scene, she leaves the living room absolutely fine. Mate, she opens the door, they are cutting gloves. It was the 90s. Did you never see Rachel in Friends? <laughs> yeah, man. That's true. Racheling, Racheling is literally a thing. That was a thing, yeah. yeah. 90s was all about the nipple. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because it's a good scene. Nobody, nobody, was, nobody was walking around with a big dick in their pants, though, were they? This is what I'm that upset was, about. That was the 70s. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, have you never watched the um, the Led Zeppelin um, documentary? The oh, Song yeah, Remains but the their same? trousers were so tight. You could... Yeah, but mate, mate, they... Robert Plant was packing. Really? Yeah. If you, the, um, so basically... When you say packing, though, I mean, the same way I do with socks. and. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you could see every vein, mate. It, wow. was, it was mad. Looking up at Robert Plant while he's singing, going... Nah, 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 and you're like, it's just there. It's just, just there. It's just dick and, and hair. Just, just, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I think the 70s was really the time for the male outline. Fantastic. And then we got the uh, the nip, the 90s nip. Excellent. There we go. This is brilliant. This... <laughs> just, uh, we're recreating the timeline of cinema. Oh, 1994 to 98. The, uh, the 90s nip, as it was. Incidentally, the garage Tatum kill, probably the best in the film, no? Yeah. Yeah. See, I I thought they were going to break that trope, and she wasn't going to die. No. And she just gets stuck. I was like, I was like, this would be this would be amazing if he like does it because he's looking and it's like it's going to break. 
and and it's a weird it's a weird reversal in that scene because like it's filmed in such a way that you're you're look you're kind of seeing it from the killer's side of things and you're watching her like die and he's like worrying like oh fuck is that going to break before she dies and you're like oh come on and you're like no hang on no, what, what am i doing <laughs> and then and so i i thought it was going to break and then she'd like run away or 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 maybe you know he'd kill her later uh, but then she just with a little fake head thing and i was like oh okay cool but yeah that's a horrible way to go i always, I always used to get scared about that as a kid being trapped in like an elevator half my body and then i've never never given any thought i suppose i apologize next time you walk into an elevator yeah i <laughs> see that quite a lot as well so <laughs> yeah if i have issues over the next couple of weeks um just get the doctors playing this get the doctors to sign you off and we'll just <laughs> yeah. record like weeks worth of podcasts so dan do you remember the day that you had the turning point yes <laughs> hear it for yourself <laughs> you can subscribe on yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple of things actually that the sequel picks up on from the first film. Like, right. you know, where Tatum and Sydney are walking after the curfew before they go to the party, she yeah. says, um, Who would play you in a movie about you? And she uh. says, No, my luck, Tori Spelling. All right. Well, in Scream 2, they've made a film out of the oh, right, yeah. uh, things that happened in Woodsboro called <laughs> Stab from um, Gail Weathers' book. Yeah. And guess who's playing? Oh, no way. Sydney awesome. Prescott, Tori Spelling. Uh, it's just I love it I just love it I, I feel the same way about it as I feel about community and I fucking love community I got told off for not watching community last night 100% I don't make a note on my um, note I thought you were just covering your erection <laughs> <laughs> it looked like that, it. Just that it is what that never covers his erection <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Good. Just lets it. It's 2018. Let's it lay out there <laughs> in its full throbbing glory. Oh, I was going to bang the table. To, no, that, that wouldn't be fair. It'd just make the mic over modulating. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> so next, yeah, we watched masterpiece. <sighs> George A. Romero's 1968 well, the, uh, film Night of the Living Dead. I once physically bumped into him at a comic con. Oh, really? And uh, and and had a proper case of like. Full fangirl. I stood about three feet away from him. Was it at LFCC? Yeah. 2014? Uh, 2015. Yeah. I was covering it for press for Geek Pride. And I, I walked, I was walking through, I was talking to someone on the phone because the that year was a nightmare. Um, not as bad as 2017, but it was a, it was a nightmare nonetheless. And I was like, I was going, oh, we need to get access to the thing. We need to do this. And rah, rah, rah. They'd be like, I'm a big important press person. Rah, rah, rah. And I bumped into a guy. I went, oh, I'm really... <laughs> and was just like, it's a fucking job. And I lost my fucking mind. Like everyone it just was, lost their hearing. Yeah. And they won't. Because, oh, the dogs are barking now. For <laughs> Four bats have just arrived. <laughs> Looking very confused. Yeah. Dad? <laughs> So take it, you're a fan. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I love almost every uh, George A. Romero film, apart from Survival of the Dead. Mm. Survival of the Dead, no fucking. Like Diary of the Dead, because that's a Diary of the Dead. Shut your whole mouth. Bad. Diary of the Dead is so bad. Absolutely not. You are you are fucking wrong. <laughs> Sick and wrong. Speaking of wrong, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. So, oh. This is how it's gonna be. I thought it was objectively shit. speaking, though. Man. Before it was shit. Oh God! From the the second it started, <laughs> I was like, oh, the, with the music that uh, it was just badly sampled. So it was just almost like a, a VHS where it's got stuck in the. Danny, you pissed. They didn't have Apple. In <laughs> yes, I am. The film was from what? Sixty three. Sixty eight. Sixty eight. Okay. I I thought I was giving, doing myself a favour. I watched the colour version. Of the oh, you blasphemer! <laughs> I know. I was like, ah, oh, that probably didn't no! do any good because you know the blood they used chocolate sauce, so I can't imagine that plays out well in colour. No, because they put it in red, so it does have a. Saying that though, like open wounds and things like that have a luminescent glow to them, where the the colour, where whatever. <laughs> It's weird, like a, they're bright pink rather than Jesus. Because I didn't even watch it in HD. I watched it in the original. You're goddamn right. Yeah. yeah, you watch it in black and white. I didn't watch it, it in HD. Just, it's just because it's just been restored and it's on Amazon Prime. You said it's restored. It, out. it didn't look look much more restored. Uh, I wouldn't have even started it because some films don't lend themselves to HD, like eighties films. Mm. They're even the transfers onto Blu-ray. If they've really worked them, yeah, they don't look that well. They do look good, and that's the problem. Yeah, classic example: Star Wars Special Editions. Ugh. Exactly. <laughs> 
Oh, well, anyway. there, well, there, well, that answers you. You're, you've answered your own question. You watched it in color. That that oh. really that isn't the reason that it's shit. The, the reason it's shit is because it's shit. The acting <laughs> is terrible. From the moment like they get into the graveyards and they start talking in the car, and I'm just like, oh, dude, you look like you know you're uncomfortable in the scene. And I'm feeling that, like, right now. The whole film is uncomfortable. Yeah. That's the point. I feel like Ben, the main guy, the black guy, yeah. speaking of which, yeah. pretty... Super progressive. Pretty progressive of yeah. the time, a black lead. Yeah. Uh, He's very good. He's probably the best actor in the film. So yeah. I, I read that they, um, they'd cast it to be a white trucker or something. In, or they'd wrote it... But Jack like, Burton wasn't available. <laughs> yeah. No, um, but you know what old Jack always says. I'm not available to you. For that role, I'm really busy making people explode. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. That's right. Um, But apparently, you know, this dude came along and uh, auditioned so well that they rewrote it to work for him rather than the original. Which they rewrote it? What? Control F, white guy. (laughs) (laughs) Control R, black dude. Enter. No, apparently he was supposed to be white and angry and blah blah blah. Oh, right. It was okay. pretty angry. He did punch Barbara. Yeah, I, that is in my notes. Yeah, mine. Like, it's a ha ha bit, lads. <laughs> I know it's twenty eighteen. Barbara fucking deserved it. <laughs> she right? hit him. Barbara fucking and deserved it. Also, she is the most annoying person in the entire world and completely fucking useless. Yeah. Literally, it's just like. I imagine. I imagine what they had to do was just they they took they, they must have cut the bit out of the script that said cut to Barbara crying, stuck it in a photocopier, and just sprinkled it liberally throughout the script. Very liberally, like Salt Bay. Just yeah. do that. There, there we go. We'll there. have a bit there. We'll have a bit there. We'll chuck a bit in there. Uh, how are we gonna How are we gonna transition from the scene to like the zombies outside to the preparation is all? Barbara having a cry? Yeah, yeah. all right. Barbara having Her a cry. Being a whingy good. woman. They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> Fucking oh. good. Hurry up. <laughs> that pissed me off as well. What? I, I, I can imagine that what? was going to be one of those cliche lines. The most like, iconic line yeah, exactly. in the history of horror. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's terrible. But the, that was the point. He was doing it as like, it, it was almost a, a meta commentary as well. I mean, we're like, you know, oh, this is a bit spooky, isn't it? They're coming to get you, Barbara. And it's like, no, they aren't. They're yeah, really, they're, they're really <laughs> I, I got that. Don't get me wrong. Just he annoyed me. I don't know why, but I've written here, Ben is very disinterested in Barbara's story. <laughs> So there was a story. Ben she, couldn't give she, a fuck. He just didn't give a shit. She was trying to explain it to him, like how she got there, and he was just like, "Yeah, fine." Um, <laughs> that's really good. I'm gonna stop us from dying. <laughs> right, that's all right. Yeah, the zombies were great. Um, for the record, can we stop calling them zombies? Oh yeah, it's not mentioned in the film at all. No, they're ghouls. You're a ghoul. <laughs> hey man, that's sexist. <laughs> is, is it? Uh, brilliant. Yeah, it's the birth no. of a. It's a birth of a genre. Oh, well, right, it isn't I, the birth I, of a genre, but it's a birth I, of it, a westernized genre. It is. It is, and well, I get it. It's literally the birth of the zombie genre as we know it. I thought there was a film. You might be thinking of 30s. White Zombie, but that's not actually zombies. Could have sworn there was a film. In the I may be wrong. I may be wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm not. Called Zombie, either with an X. Like X O M B I. I could be wrong. Yeah, we, I could be wrong too. Uh, we'll fact check after. Yeah, yeah. Let's not do it. And then what I'll do is when I edit it, I'll just put me in there. Going, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, I'll have you know. <laughs> and then you just cut like bits of my vocal. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I'm, am wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong. You are quick, I, Paul. I'm sorry. Have Paul. a massive dick. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> bit more. <laughs> <laughs> like cassette boy. <laughs> you just changed my entire end of I am wrong about the living dead <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a you know what you're talking about it's brilliant I like that you said the, the score but I've I've written here that the score is decent yeah. but, it, but it drowns out some of the other sound effects sometimes it's a bit loud yeah the levels are weird well this so contentious point they didn't really know how to end films before about 73 Star Wars yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, but it took them three films to end Star Wars, but then they still didn't do it. So no, they didn't. They never finished. But Star it's Wars. like it's like you know, you've, you, George Lucas certainly never finished whole, Star Wars. There's a whole genre of uh, not genre, sorry. There's a whole load of like classic films that when it came out around kind of the late sixties, um, mid seventies, that they don't end. But like, Taxi Driver doesn't end. Oh, such a depressing. It just film. goes and. 
bye then. Yeah. <laughs> you just go. Well, I'm a fan of ambiguity in endings. I, no, but it's not an end. This is my point. Like, I like an ambiguous ending, like an oh, Italian I see, job. I see what you mean, yeah. Or like it follows, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> the, but it, the just, ending just, is basically they all die. Oh, well, they, the, 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 what's it? The police come along and shoot him because they think he's a zombie or something. Oh, you! Oh, shit, it's so weird. For a minute, I thought we were still talking about Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking about a horror film <laughs> on a horror podcast. Wait, there were zombies in Taxi Driver? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I had that film wrong all this time. Yeah, they do, which is a, such a great ending. Like It's almost like The Mist. Well, I'd be surprised like, if it wasn't directly influenced, that ending. I like the fact that he went through all that to survive and then was killed by... Was killed by endemic racism. Yeah. Yeah, which is glorious. A glorious bit of social commentary. George Romero is Especially for 1968. Yeah. George Romero has always been phenomenal at making that sort of... Using the, the zombie genre to make that sort of social commentary. Survival of the Dead is a crock of shit, but it's really good at looking at, like, prepper culture. Diary of the Dead, shut up, is about blogging and about a fixation with video and social media. And Land of the Dead is about people trying to pretend that something's not happening it's like avoidance because all the zombies are going back to their old life and it's like you've got these entire underground cities and stuff and uh yeah uh dawn of the dead is about consumer culture dawn of the dead's a fucking dawn masterpiece. phenomenal day of the even dead. the even the remake's great yeah day of the dead is about essentially essentially um gmos and science taking things too far kind of thing but it's all every one of his films is is it is is a different slice of social commentary, kind of woven into the into the zombie narrative, and and Night of the Living Dead was was about you know endemic racism at the time and the rise of the of the black man as a status symbol. So that surprised me because they didn't know he was going to be in it. But then I read also that most of the film was ad libbed. Yeah, they, they didn't have a script. That doesn't surprise me yeah. at all. So that again, they it could have changed. It started off one thing and could have changed inadvertently mm. halfway through anyway. So. Uh, continuity errors. My goodness, the amount that was there drove me nuts. Well, that's because you're watching it. Yeah. In yeah. yeah, it's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's, it's not too much to ask for that when you know you cut somebody's sleeve or something that either leave it cut or don't or have it torn in the yeah, first place. I think that's probably because of the order they filmed it in. Ah, <sighs> still. Because the um, I mean, this wasn't made with the greatest of budgets. No, no. I, again, I read it was like a hundred and eleven thousand dollars that um, the budget was, and it mm. made thirty million. Mm. And he's after. still making money now. So yeah, so you've got to hand it to the guy. Whatever he did, he did right for, from a money making point. Yeah, of view. he's very good. Obviously, he's Obviously. George Romero. I struggled. I got about half a film. I was like, should I turn this off and just blag the rest of the I can understand off? why. <laughs> I can understand why. Because I, I hadn't seen it for 20 years or more. And do you know it's one of those films where you think, did I just say I liked that film? Because I was 14 <laughs> and it was, it was Night of the Living Dead. But then when I watched it the other night, I was half expecting, honestly, to have the same opinion as you. But I found myself so engrossed in it. It's brilliant. So engrossed in it. I don't know I don't know how he did it. it completely lost my attention. But also, you've got to remember context. Like, it, you've got to remember the audience that were watching it at the time. Oh, don't don't get me wrong. I'm fully prepared to put myself in the position. Like, I love the Green Berets, which is I don't know when oh. that was released. Yeah, but I can watch sixties. Don't mind. Brilliant film. Um, so I don't mind watching old films and appreciating what mm. they were at the time, and I appreciate what that was at the time. Like. If you imagine, they didn't really have much in the way of uh, screen makeup and stuff like that. So, mm. you know, although they're eating a ham... Like, yeah, covered, covered in, in chocolate, chocolate sauce. Mm. That um, grossed me out so bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they, they said they could have actually... If they could have filmed it in colour, they wouldn't have needed the makeup because they just turned pale yeah. when they thought of eating it. I would have been better off if knowing it was actually real humans than thinking of yeah. ham with chocolate sauce on it. Oh, it must have been cold and congealing. Exactly. And but to the audience at the time, they didn't have the wizardry of understanding how mm. movies were made. So I completely understand that it would have blown people's minds. And 
But in today's age, it doesn't sit well. No. It, it, doesn't, it hasn't they, stood the test. They had a couple of clever little tricks, though, to avoid doing makeup and things in certain situations. Like, you know, did you notice where he moved that corpse upstairs? Yes. His leg was in front of the head pretty much the whole time. Mm. And then when he folded the carpet over to drag it, that went yeah. over the head. So it didn't need to put any makeup on or anything like that. It's really yeah. clever. Although, apparently, again, I read that for a split second you can see the, the head and it's not, obviously, yeah, it isn't covered in makeup. No, it's so. just Carl. <laughs> the cameraman yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doubling up well you're wrong and it's great no so I'm right but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not too beyond myself to say I think it was shit just because it's an old film that, That's I'm not in that, that game but oh, I did struggle the editing was bad very bad bad I admit yeah it's, it's not it, it can be quite confusing. Like yeah. The first time I saw it, because I, I, I watched like a couple of the of the deads, and then I was like, I should go back to the source, and I watched it, and I picked it up in H and B for like fifty p. I was like, all right, and you so I paid that it. much? For- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, and it wasn't coloured. Uh, so, so I watched it, and I was I was I was quite confused the first time I watched it, um, but then kind of subsequent watches. I was like, How did you actually, watch it more than once? Because it's it's, it's good. <sighs> it's a movie you can like. You can pop on with your friends, and you can kind of talk. You can do your own. You know, great to have one in the background at Halloween party. Yeah, man, I can see that because then you haven't got to watch it. You might see it in October. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it was an incredible old movie to put on. It came out around around that time. Omega Man with Vincent Price. Oh, I've not seen it. I know. It, oh, so good. Because cause the, the vampires are basically zombies. And he's, he's just annoyed in English about them. He's like, big on you, go on, off you go. And he's <laughs> like, like a Doctor Who episode. For goodness sake. And he's like hammering up his house and stuff. And that's a, that's a great movie. Anyway. It does a really good job of avoiding setting fatigue, considering yeah. it's set in one place. Like, I know yeah. I didn't get bored of the house. Because you sort of, it, it does a really good job of letting you know the layout of the house so mm. you kind of know where you are all the time. Except for the basement. The basement was so stupid. What the fuck? Why would you hide in a basement with one way out? Like, where did they come from? They were in that house for ages. He was banging. He was setting things alight. Well, they didn't know. <laughs> they didn't want to come up. She heard her screaming and they still didn't want to come up and save anyone. They're all, we're safe. <laughs> he actually says that. Mr. Uh, Cooper, the fuck bag. Yeah, I'm glad he gets shot. Yeah, me too. Even his wife seems to hate him. <laughs> she was hot. Yeah. For for a, for a 1968 broad, yeah, she yeah, was dead now, yeah. probably. Yeah, oh, I'd yeah. say so. Yeah, that ham's probably a real mess too. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Uh, that's something else I noticed at the end too. You know where they got the news reports at the end? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy playing Mr. Cooper is also playing a reporter. Okay, I don't know for sure. I didn't IMDb it. I, I didn't mean, read anything. I went to the effort of writing it down, <laughs> but I didn't go to the effort of checking it. I mean, we could check. We could we check. We have the technology. We could check. Oh, yeah. I love it that they set a big fire right next to a petrol pump. <laughs> I know. The whole petrol pump scene did my head in. Why? Because he's spraying the car. Like, don't don't be in such a rush to, to get the petrol in the car. Wait until you're next to it before pulling the, the thing down and, and just spraying everything <laughs> with petrol. And you wonder why everything went up in flames and you, you got yourself blown up. Did you catch the really awesome reason for the zombies, too? <laughs> Um, radiation it was from a space satellite. radiation from yeah. a Venus probe. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's never actually confirmed that's the reason. True, it's not it's the no. suspected reason from the reporter's point of view, but it's never confirmed the reason. Well, they kind of they, they take that into um, they kind of take that to its extreme. In I know it's not the official sequel, but Return of the Living Dead. It's all like it's it's something to do with space space radiation. And that's what makes the it's zombies. Genius. Yeah. I'm alright with that. Return like, the Living Dead is a phenomenal film. For me, I'm all about the rage virus. Yes. I think yeah. that's my that's my favourite. Twenty eight days later is yeah. a masterpiece. World War Z as well. Z. Z. It's Z. 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 It's World War Z. It's, you, oh. it's a play on World War Three. Yeah, I, I know. And I also s- it was written by an American. I say Z, but then all of a sudden I want to correct myself because I'm English, but it's not because no. that's how it's supposed Some to be. Some Americanisms work better than our language. Yes. Mm. Z makes more sense. A, B, C, D. Why is it Z? <laughs> I don't know. Makes no sense to me. Well, that, that's only compliment the Americans are getting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Ever. <laughs> I love Americans. Yeah, they're so happy all the time. Yeah. Did anyone notice that the, the dead body up in the um, on the second floor never came back to life? 
Oh, yeah, it just kind of was forgotten about. Every other dead body comes back to life, apart from Including the child, who actually you did completely forget about, and then it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and um, oh, what's his name, the brother? I've forgotten it already. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> Wait, do you mean Johnny. Ben? No, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, that's a line. That's a line. We've, we've crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't think there are lines. Oh no! <laughs> We've covered most things already. I don't know if there are lines. <laughs> the word "cunt's" been used already. That's fine as long as there aren't Americans listening. Well, hopefully there will be. I think they think if you say the c word, people's hearts will stop. Not in the podcasts I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> no, they seem to be adopting it more and more. I don't think it's as as offensive in America as it is here. I use it. Quite regular. I do too. Yeah, it's a word. It's a good word. It's just a word. It's just a word. It's just a word. I think, as a matter of you being outvoted, we're going to have to do a big Uh, old tip. Yeah, I knew I was going to come to this outvoted. (laughs) Still didn't like it though. So (laughs) (laughs) no. Just stick up your arse. Oh, oh, we didn't convince you. (laughs) I was going. No, it's brilliant. (laughs) Why? It's brilliant. That's why. (laughs) It it was made in 1968. Just have to remember that. I did, and still, if I was a dude in 1968, that sort of film would have blown my head. Yeah, off. I'd have, I'd have, uh, I'd have been a Romero fan for life. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, I'm glad I watched it. Good. You've got to watch the bad to know the good and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, as I thought, like, like um, when I, these, these particular films in my mind were complete ends of the scale. Scream being one of the best films ever. Yeah. Echo. 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 Ever yeah. to probably one of the worst films I've ever watched. Oh dear! <laughs> so you uh, sound like all those Muppets that keep saying the Predators, the worst film of 2018. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, 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 I'm hoping not to be one of those. I worst. loved it. It's I, fucking brilliant. I doubt I will be because now I've got the worst film ever, ever <laughs> to reference. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, have you not seen Bye Bye Man? No, I haven't. Oh, that's going on the list. Oh, is it? We're also going to watch Rock and Roll Nightmare. Oh, yeah. Bad film. But that's so bad, it's good. It's phenomenally. But you watch Bone Sickness. Never heard of that's it. That's a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> like, oh, so bad. I can't even tell you what happens in it. Because every, like, every time something happened in it, I just went, what? And there's like a goblin and, and it, there's gore in it. But I can't tell you what happened. So far, I'm on board. Every time I watch it... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to watch Troll 2 <laughs> double feature absolutely the, the Troll 2 in the room yeah that's pretty fucking horrific <laughs> so what do we do after we've reviewed the films I don't know I mean uh, I think we'll play a game at some point <laughs> not this week because I haven't come up with one but okay I think we'll have a little quiz at the end alright okay maybe on the films we watched alright I mm. like it because yeah you can get all the trivia things yeah uh, got trivia up when you come around. I'm going to make this as much work as I can possibly make it for everyone involved. <laughs> we all have to make cakes every week, right? And the best cake gets to pick the films for the following week. How's that? Ooh, that could be good. Well, I'm never picking a film, man. There's, there's no way I'm baking. <laughs> That's the only reason. That Quite clearly, I'm bake. a man who eats the cakes, doesn't make the cakes. No, speaking of which, we're coming up on an hour. Speaking of making the cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with the cup content. Well, we are sitting here with a bunch of cupcakes sat in are. front of us and I am dying to eat one. Well, eat one then. Just eat no, one. Eat one no. there. Review it. Do we really want to alienate review, review, all two of the listeners? Yeah. It, some people might be into that. No, like one's ASMR. Into that. No, one's no they into could that. be. One no. of my, review one it. One of the worst things is listening to somebody eat. Oh, I, I will throw something. Yeah. The earphones. <laughs> Never yeah. listening to you again. I will just turn violent randomly on the train when I'm listening to it. <laughs> Get arrested and all sorts and try and justify it because I listen to my own podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's my podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you punch that old <laughs> Captain Marvel did it, or so can I. Ben punched Barb, it's fine. And it was Barbara, I I had to do it. They were coming to get her. They arrived, and it was a five-finger visitor. Got really into that then. Okay, okay, bro. Simmer down. Right, well, that's, that's that then. Yeah, that's it. That will Excellent. be the end of episode one. Oh, was that, was that like the proto Last episode? week was episode zero. Excellent. 
Patient Zero. Yes, this Excellent. is episode one. Cool. So uh, until next time. Have you got a sign off or just that? Watch more horror films. <laughs> what are we going to do next week? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we going to do next week? Oh, what are we going to do next week? We'll do. Um, this is right off the cuff. There's going to be no rhyme or reason to how we're watching these films. We're going to do It Follows. Right. And The Exorcist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck you listen, guys. Listen no, fuck you guys. Enthusiasm. No, it, I, I'm, I'm down with that. I haven't seen The Exorcist ages. I watched It Follows Overnight. It's but... a die-hard masterpiece. Yeah, I, I'm down for that, actually. I mean, you didn't name, name it in your three press films all the time, so... Can't be that good, can it, Paul? Well, it's not quite as good mm. as Scream, Aliens, or Jaws. <laughs> what are? Mm. What are that good? The Matrix. I, I, Empire Strikes Back. That. I'll give you that, but not fucking Matrix. <laughs> the trouble is with the Matrix is the other two knock points off of it. Oh, I know. Yeah, but anyway, if you're going to say that, then you knock points off of Empire for uh, Phantom Menace. No, yeah. don't be silly. That was 20 years later. That doesn't count. No, this is an argument for another podcast. <laughs>